Hi, I'm Shannon. Wait, I'm not Shannon. like a stripper. fun and awkward. Name of our sex tape. Chuchamikatsu. I'm sure they have disciple orgies all the time. All the time. Are you fucking kidding me? Did I put my belt above my boobs? Yes. Because it was hurting me. So I'm just going to walk into that movie looking hot. And then once we're in there, I don't care. Sounds good. Do I look ridiculous right now, though? I'm sure <laughs> A I little bit. You look like you have a safety belt on, you know, because you're a fall risk. I, I'm a flight risk, you're for sure. Risk. <laughs> and I have to walk behind you and hold on to your belt so you don't fall onto the floor. Wait, do we have, like, a leash that you can clip? <laughs> no, that's what they wear in the hospitals. I, I know. I know. When you're a fall risk, the person walks behind you, holding on to your little belt, and yeah. then if you slip and fall, I can help catch you by grabbing your belt and your body. Oh my God, I didn't even tell you this part. The second time I was in the hospital, I was overly hot while I was sleeping. And so I took off my safety socks and then I had to get out of bed to pee. And I forgot that I didn't have my safety socks on. And I seriously almost slipped and died. And I was like, this is why we have the safety socks. This is why we have the hospital socks. Yes. With the grippies. I misunderstood what they meant when they said crazy sock day. Do you misunderstand the assignment? Well, right, because crazy sock day means like wild socks. But then if you have crazy socks, you have the grippy socks from the <laughs> hospital. Because that's what they give you in the psych ward. Anyway. Oh. I... <laughs> Is that to slow you down? Yeah, right. <laughs> I bet. I bet you guys all thought we were dead. We're not, we promise, but Maggie did almost die. I thought I was dying. No, by the time I was in the hospital... Being like, I'm going to fucking die here. I was not going to die. Yeah. You know, now that we know what was wrong with me, I was not going to die. But boy, did I think I was dying. So the last time we recorded, you went into the hospital the next day? No. The day after No, that. I started getting sick the next the day. The next day, yeah. And I went into the hospital the, like six days after the last it time It was we my recorded. fault. You ate too much cheese at my house. <laughs> no, no, because we were both PMSing. We ate so much that night. And then the next night, Wednesday, I ate an insane person meal where it was like potato chips, cheese, macaroni and cheese, pizza, pop, chips, Danish. Like I just went, I went insane on a period meal. And afterwards, like I was overly full. And then I was like, it's been four hours and I still feel like I'm overly full. This is not normal. You know, but it was because um, my gallbladder was failing. <laughs> Whoops. Whoops. So I had all this diaphragm pain. And then for the next five days, anytime I ate, I was like, yeah, that, that really hurts. Oh, but that night I started throwing up. I threw up a ton. And I was like, I have not thrown up in like six years. What the fuck is this? So on Monday, you know, six days after the last time I saw you, I was like, Candy, uh, I need you to drive me to the emergency room, please. And I thought, again, I thought I was dying there. I was on so much Dilaudid. Because it like the pain would not go down. And the nurse was like, how's your pain level now? And here I am like slipping in and out of lucidity. And I <laughs> roll my head over her, over to her and I go, do I look like a 10 to you? <laughs> I'm putting that in our intro next to me. <laughs> I, it's my new favorite pickup line and I hope she remembers it forever. <laughs> do I look like a 10? Do I look like a 10 to you? 
She was actually like, I think so. Yeah. <laughs> I think. Oh, honey. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yes, I think yes. I think you do. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, the they did um, an ultrasound, which I threw up during the ultrasound. Awesome. And I was asking the ultrasound tech. I was like, so how's it look on there? And she was like, I'm not allowed to diagnose anything. And I was like, yeah, that's not what I asked. Like, do you see things that look interesting? And she was like, I see things that look interesting every day. (laughs) I was like, very smart. Come on. I'm not asking you to diagnose at all. I'm asking you if things look different than they normally do when you do this job every day. Yes. I see interesting things that I actually normally don't see. Usually I see rocks. <laughs> yeah. And I really don't know what I see right now. No, she saw the enlarged bile ducts for sure. Uh, yeah. They were they were twice the size they normally are. Yeah. So I was like, come on. Because like, I just wanted validation that I wasn't insane. Yeah. You know? Like, I didn't want to have to wait for the doctor. I wasn't asking her to diagnose. I just wanted to know if things look different. That's fine. I'd be seeing alien baby or something. Do like, I have, you see something do cool or not? I have a full not? can of beer in there? Like, like, you see that pencil I stuck up my ass? Right. You do, you know, see like, something, do you see something interesting that looks yeah, different than the normal times you look at things? Um, so, yeah, they told me that my bile She's like, I only look at things when they're interesting. Right. <laughs> I don't know what a normal one looks like. I don't know what it looks like usually. <laughs> But if I got a normal one, I'd be like, fuck, this is what a normal one looks like. <laughs> I bet throwing up, I bet she hasn't had that happen very many times in her career. Oh, yeah, I don't know. Throwing up during maybe, an ultrasound. Maybe, maybe f- not as infrequently as you think. Like maybe. maybe it's a once a week thing, not a once a day thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I asked that. So the second time I was at the ER, I was like, how often do you have things where you're like, holy shit, holy shit. And he was like, like once a day. <laughs> <laughs> We really need, like, tales of an ER. Yeah, for sure we do. Like, true stories. But they're not allowed to tell those stories. They can. They just can't divulge... Information. Like, personal information. Yeah. So, anyway, you guys... you can change genders. Or just make every story about a man. Because we all know men are... The next day, because I got admitted, I, like, got gloves. I was like, gloves are going to work. So I, like, walk over to the nurse's station, and I grab gloves, and I'm all like, ah! And I couldn't get it. And then the nurse was like, I was like, we need the saw. (laughs) And she was like, (laughs) we don't have that here. (laughs) And then the nurse had to, like, spelunk down by my cave and, like... The nurse get, had to go splunking. Get a tool. So um, I went back the week after I got out of the hospital and gave thank you notes with gift cards. And anyway, she got the largest <laughs> gift card out of anybody. Because she had to remove the, the clitoral piercing. <laughs> that is correct. That is, that is accurate. So yeah, that's... Uh, oh. There we are. Yeah. It was, it was an interesting time. So then um, they thought I was going to need an endoscopy, but then on the MRI, my bile ducts were a normal size. So they were like, we're just taking this bitch out. We're taking this gallbladder out. So I had emergency gallbladder surgery. I told you I would read to your child and they just like showed up and were like, we're taking you to surgery now. <laughs> like I have these texts from you being like, hello. Are you okay? <laughs> no, I was in surgery. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And, um, yeah, I did not want to go home. I was in so much pain. It was horrible. I was having a horrible time recovering. Um, like, apparently half of my friends on my Facebook have had their gallbladders out. And they were all like, this is super easy. You're fine. And I was like, not fine. Super not fine. 
And then a bunch of more friends were like, yeah, I wasn't super not fine also. Right. So that made me feel better. Made me feel validated. Um, You saw me the day after my surgery. Super not fine. Super not fine. I mean, you looked ragged. Yeah. Like, like tired and in pain. Yeah. So. Yeah, it was, it was, it was terrible. But Um, I am used to that when I take Scott. (laughs) That's how Scott looks and walks when he goes to the hospital. So. Both of my parents were dicks to me the day after I got out of the hospital. Get you know. yourself. Yeah. We were very... Can I just take a shower first? I can't do anything for myself. All I asked was for water. <laughs> like... <laughs> they see when I was there, they seemed overly attentive and yeah. getting on your nerves. Like your dad wanted to make you something and be nice. And you're like, I literally can't eat. So yeah. please don't make it for me. And he's right. like, oh, I'll just make it for you anyway. And you're just like, no. <laughs> nobody cares about me. <laughs> Um, so yeah, recovery was horrible. And then you took me to my doctor's appointment and we were like, everything is great. And then the next day was 4th of July and I started vomiting violently again. And don't, this is Maggie's pearls of wisdom for life. Don't throw up right after abdominal surgery. It is <laughs> deeply unpleasant. Do you hold your pillow against your tummy? I was, no, because I was holding the trash can. Oh, okay. Well, it came, was still a little pressure on it, it. It came up real fast. It was, I was like, how do I feel? Am I going to throw up? I don't know. Like it was, it was real fast. <laughs> I didn't have much control over that at all. So, um, yeah. So after that, then I called the doctor. I was like, what's going on? She was like, let's get you in for another ultrasound. So I had to go for another ultrasound. And I said to that ultrasound tech, I was like, well, this feels way better than the last time. (laughs) (laughs) This is way less terrible. And, um, yeah, they found that my bile ducts were still large. And my doctor called me within like two hours and was like, you need to go back to the ER. So, um, I, but I didn't go until Monday because she said they're not, they're probably not going to do an endoscopy over the weekend and that's what you're probably going to need. So I went at 4.30 in the morning on a Monday. Good job. It was a great time. Yeah. You walk right in at 4.30. Rolled, rolled oh, right that's up a there. prime time mm-hmm. between 4.30 and like 7.30 in the morning is the best time on a Monday to go to the ER. Yeah. I mean, the ER guy who put in my first IV, cause I got three different ones cause they were all hurting so bad. Um, he, he said like, yeah, we just got this cleared out at like three 30 from yesterday's. So like you came at the perfect time. I did. It's a good time. I planned it all out. High five. Thank you. And yeah, I did get the endoscopy. They scoped me. They cleared me out. There was gunk still in me and people were like, are you going to sue your surgeon? No, no, absolutely not. She doesn't know there's gunk still in your body. How would she She know know your bile duct was leaking? How would she know that? Also, the MRI showed my bile ducts were back to normal. Why mm-hmm. would she assume when my MRI didn't show it? Yeah. Also, she advocated for me so hard. She got me in for the endoscopy by telling all of the people that I was coming before they wanted to do another MRI first. Mm-hmm. And they were just she was just like, no, get my get my patient in here. Scoper. And she showed up at U of M hospital when she was at Chelsea Hospital that day. She came to see me and make sure I was okay and check in on me. I think I'm in love with her. Yeah. I think she's great. I told her I wanted to buy her a present. And she was like, don't do that. I cannot accept it. (laughs) But But I just meant. You can send her a making a difference award. I just meant that like, 
This meant that she did such a great job. I wanted to share my appreciation. Yeah. I wasn't planning on buying her presents. I mean, you could buy like her office. Flowers. Flowers. Flowers for her office. Yeah. Gift basket to the office. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, so that was my last (laughs) month. Oh, and then, um, you know, six days, five days ago now, my dad had open heart surgery. Your house is just a barrel of laughs, it isn't it? It is a fucking disaster. Yes. Uh, my dad was like, when he got out of, oh, his surgery, they told us it would take four to six hours. It took nine hours. Ooh. Yeah. That's surprising. Complications. Surgery complications. And um, he came out of the anesthesia and was like, where's my family? Why is my family here? So I felt like I needed to go to the hospital because he was asking for us and we got there and he was like i need you to leave (laughs) get out oh and the the nurse was right there and he looks at the nurse and goes make sure they leave (laughs) which i found very funny actually that's funny yeah i was like okay listen if i hadn't gone i would have felt guilty right so i did and he didn't want us there, and that is totally okay. I feel that. You just kind of want to sleep. Yeah. Yeah. It was so. like when I was in, not that being in labor is equitable to having open heart surgery, but like when everyone wanted to be there, I was so worried about entertaining and everyone being there that the second day I was in labor, I told Scott, I was like, no one can come up. Like, yeah, I don't want anyone here. Yeah. Like my parents can come, Maggie can come. And, and like my it. brother, and the that's end. it. I don't want your family here because right. it was everyone and yeah. the kids, and right. it was too much. So, yeah, because yeah. I was I was there to be your support, and that's why I got to be there. Yeah, what is up? I was in, like, first of all, nobody could find me. My friend Jasper tried to find me. My dad tried to find me. They hid me in the bowels of the hospital <laughs> in short-term <laughs> overflow. Oh, that's ER short-term overflow. It's like that. Yeah. 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 I mean, I was admitted. Right. I was admitted. I was admitted as a surgery patient because Dr. Harbaugh was like fighting for me. Mm -hmm. So I was admitted, but it was just like overflow with just the curtains. It's it's the same thing as the ER, basically. So my next door curtain neighbor, I hated her. I wanted to commit a murder. And then at like 1215, we got a new... um, we got a new guy in there and he had some kind of infection on his face and nobody could figure out what it was. <laughs> and his mom was there and was staying the night sleeping in the chair. And I was just like, what the fuck is going on? It was a nightmare. Mm-hmm. I hated it. Did he let his cat lick him for eight hours? Um, No, but the doctor asked if he had been to Ohio or any caves so Ooh. he thought it was that bat guano fungus, oh. um, which I'm, you know, violating. <laughs> I'm, vi- I'm violating privacy. I don't know privacy. the person's name. I don't know his name, but it was a guy, and I gave you all of his information. The person yeah. may have had a bat guano fungus, fungus on his face. My friend who's an ER doctor does tell stories on the book of face but she always uses they them Mm -hmm. pronouns and then we all make assumptions in the comments about what gender they are based on the story right if it was just like pure (laughs) idiocy you're like that's a dude yeah dude did that 
What was her last? Did I send you her last story? I don't remember. A person came to the ER after going to a party and a, a witch went up to them and hexed oh, them. Oh, you did tell me this when we were at my... <laughs> yeah, I was still in Oxy, so I had forgotten. <laughs> right. Yes. And I made it the assumption it was a he. <laughs> okay. But some okay. people was like she. Mm-hmm. So my friend literally had to tell him how to unhex themselves. And she was like, shh, don't know, don't tell anyone I'm telling you this. Yeah. But this is how you do it. Mm-hmm. And then she just made something up. Love that. And I was like, well, that actually kind of makes sense. I would have told him to sage the shit out of himself, too. <laughs> but... Yeah, smoke cleanse that shit. <laughs> it was so funny. That is, yes, you told me that. And then they were like, how can I thank you? It worked. It worked. And I want to write your boss. And she's like, no! <laughs> do not write my boss! <laughs> I mean, that is totally unnecessary. I'm happy to help. That's my job. <laughs> I, that's very funny. I love that story. It's a grit. It's a good one. It's a good one. So yeah, um, the last, you know, pl- month plus has been an utter shit show for me. Just like pain, misery, horrification, and that not in the fun way. Horrification. <laughs> H O, not W H O R R, not W H O R. Yeah. Ah, so what's been going on in the world for four weeks? I don't, I had so many things where I was like, yeah. we should talk about this. And I then, watched like, All of Ghosts, both yeah. uh, American and BBC. Yeah, I don't really love the BBC one. It's a, it's a long walk. It, it definitely moves slower. It's not as like fast paced and dramatic as the US version. Um, the ghosts, the first few episodes were giving me a headache because they were just always talking, 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 talking. It was very overstimulating for me. Mm-hmm. So I can see how the BBC lady might have literally gone a little crazy. So the so. reason I don't like the BBC one as much is because the repairs on the house seem hopeless. Mm-hmm. Whereas in the American one, yeah, there's setbacks like Jay makes a giant hole in the wall. You know, like that thing is they shared. They fall through the floor because there's termites. Right. But like it all seems fixable. Just it doesn't feel oh, insurmountable. Oh, which they fell through the floor in the BBC one too. Correct. When they were having the film crew yeah. in there. Like we can only have 10 people in this room. Yeah. <laughs> it was, Um, I just felt like it feels more hopeless on the BBC one. Hmm. And that makes it not feel as fun. Yeah. I think it's just a longer walk. Just a longer walk. They don't have any money. Yeah. They don't have any money. They lost their worker guys. Like, at least the American ones has the w- mark, the worker guy. He's he's continuing to do work on the house the whole time. Mm-hmm. You know, he's picking away at stuff. They had the, like, sewage problem. They're, like, it seems insurmountable. It seems unfixable. Mm-hmm. So, it makes it harder for me to enjoy. I did we did find out how the poet died. Did you watch that episode? No, I did not get that oh, far. it's so good. Maybe we should watch it if we can. Yeah, because in case you guys didn't pick up what was going on uh, at the beginning where I'm wearing my belt on my boobs, is that we are going to the Barbie movie tonight. Woohoo! So we're recording early. Come on, Barbie. Let's go party. Ah, 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 yeah. We should definitely watch that lip sync where, um, uh, what, what is her name? Silky Nutmeg Ganache mm-hmm. sings with herself. Oh, where funny. she does the split. Oh, Barbie and Ken. Yeah, yeah I remember, remember that, that one. That was good. Yeah. 
It's so good, you guys. Great lip sync. Great lip sync. You and I and Catherine went to the Oddities and Curiosities Expo. Yes, that was fun. It was like my first major outing after my surgery. We had the wheelchair for me, which was great Mm -hmm. because um, if I hadn't, I would have been completely miserable. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So many fun things. Yeah, a lot of fun things. So many fun things. What do you think is like your favorite thing that you bought at the Oddities and Curiosities Expo? Uh, Probably our skulls. We ended up getting some cat skulls. Mm -hmm. I got a a raccoon skull. I think that's very beautiful. Mm -hmm. I wanted the opossum skull more because I like opossums more. I think opossums are great. But I think that the skull didn't look as good. Mm -hmm. Like it didn't look as perfect. I kind of wanted a moose jaw. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> it's fair. So I make that like an altar offering, like a do offerings on the job. <laughs> it was so giant. Yeah, it's fair. It wasn't very expensive either, and I didn't have anything else I wanted from that table, so I felt bad being like, I need three dollars to charge, please. Right. Um You got I, and you got a new light? I did. So it's got like beautiful wallpaper on it of pansies like a shadow box light yeah like a shadow box light and it spells out cunt see you next tuesday see you next tuesday i love it it's beautiful and amazing it makes me so happy my uh one of my friends it was after we went to it they were like they are totally into kind of macabre stuff and i was like did you know about this she's like oh yeah but i'm afraid of She's like, I'm afraid I would see too many, like, dead animals. There's a lot of I dead was like, animals. I was like, well, I'm like, there was a lot of skulls and jaw bones, but not, like, a lot of furred heads. There like, was that I, one, though, where they had all of the, like, they had all of the safari animals. Yeah. I don't know if you caught that I was trying to name the ones that I knew. Oh, yeah. So there was, like, one booth with heads. They and had, then there was another booth that was delightful. They were all, like, raccoons canoeing. Yeah. Or doing funny things. It oh, was but also the one that I bought cunt from. Yeah, the, the mouse little, heads. The t- taxidermied mice yeah. on crosses. Like, His name is Cheezus. <laughs> yeah, I told her about that. She was like, oh my God, that's hilarious. So I was talking to, because so I'm buying the cunt box, right? And they're trying to show me how it works. And I was like, oh, I make wreaths. I don't know if you realize this, but you have a wreath maker here. And they both turned to each other and they're like, oh amazing we have a wreath maker <laughs> and i was like but i've used these before in my wreaths so i do know how the little how the little thing buttons works work, yeah. yeah how the little how on off a little click through the buttons how that all goes and um so after that like i don't exactly remember now how it turns into the next thing but oh because i said i did a craft fair right so i said i did a craft fair and she was like we used to do craft fairs <laughs> <laughs> And I was like, but then you get those like middle-aged Christian ladies who completely freak out over Jesus. And she was like, yes. Yeah. And now that we've found the Oddities and Curiosities Expo, we only do this. <laughs> I think it should really be two days. It should be I more do. than one day. Yeah. It should be a weekend expo like the gun show. Yeah. I would. I mean, you're already there. People are already there. What's another day of renting out the facility? Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, but I had a great time. I loved it. Yeah, it was a good I, time. I had such a fun time. I splurged a bunch. Like, it was so much good dopamine after having none for like, <laughs> you know, three weeks. Like be- misery for three weeks. And then I got to just like mainline dopamine. Just being like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's so good. Chasing the shopping dragon. <gasps> so good. The one thing that I really loved, that I was like, that's way too much money, was the... um 
Oh, the Muppet the Head. The Muppet Head. Oh, so good. It was so good. Like taxidermied Muppet Head. Like taxidermied Muppet Head. Hunted muppets. a Muppet and yeah. mounted its head on the wall. It was yeah. so good. And I was like annoyed that it was as much as a regular mounting. And you were like, it takes the same skill whether it's an animal or not. And I was like, ah, yes, correct. Right. <laughs> so valid point. Valid points. So that was actually super fun. Um, what else is going on? What else Catherine do we have? Catherine started taking violin lessons. Ooh. She's enjoying those. We're on week two. We rented a violin, and then on her first lesson, I sent, I think, you and my aunt, Denise, a video of her playing, and my aunt called me immediately. She was like, did you know Parker played violin for years? She's like, she's like, did you buy that violin? I was like, no, we're renting it. She's like, well, good. Take it back. <laughs> I got a violin for you. So we're on week two when we walked in with two violins. And I had them look at the one my aunt uh, gave us. Not that I I didn't like not believe her that it was good. I just, you know, it's like, hey, my aunt gave me this. How's it look? And they're like, oh, my God, this is a good little violin. <laughs> so <laughs> Catherine has a high-end violin. Good. to practice on so we returned the one we were renting yeah and uh we're gonna use a family-owned one nice yeah nice she's really enjoying it i think the teacher is pretty impressed with her huh at least the teacher's very enthusiastic when she gives me updates so. yeah well that's nice yeah i was worried that it was not gonna go well for her due to the fact that Catherine wants to be naturally amazing at everything mm -hmm. which i get i get that deep in my soul because when I was growing up, I truly felt like, oh, if I'm not immediately good at it, then I, then that means I'm not supposed Ever gonna to do be it. Good, yeah. yeah, I'm not supposed to do it. Because I was immediately good at so many things, mm -hmm. you know? So, like, if I wasn't immediately good at it, I was like, oh, this is not for me. It's not meant for me. It's not, not meant to be. Right. So, I was just worried that she was going to be, you know, yeah, not happy with it. She but seems I'm, to really like it. I'm glad she likes it. it. I've always wanted to learn so she can teach me now. <laughs> smart it's good yeah totally totally uh let's go through like let's talk about some of the things that i've been watching because i have watched so so many things, many things all the things you watched while I've all been, the things while i've been ill first of all i've rewatched um strange no not strange new worlds strange new worlds is on right now fucking it might be my favorite star trek show ever i think i love it i'm in love with it it's perfect it's amazing all right, so Strange New Worlds. I've also rewatched Lower Decks twice, uh, so that's been amazing. I've watched Secret Invasion, the Nick Fury show. Oh, yeah. With I the think we need to scrolls. catch up on that one. Right? I yeah. watched all of The Witcher. The new one? Season three already? Yeah, it was only five huh. episodes. I thought only I, five episodes? I thought I had more. Like, oh. I stopped after the fifth one, and I turned it on, and I was like, why isn't it in my continue watching? And then I searched for it, and I looked at it, and I scrolled down, and I was like, that was the last fucking episode, which I am disappointed about. I watched... Disappointed! Disappointed! I watched Daisy Jones and the Six, which was incredible. Loved that. Um... Obviously, I watched Ghosts. I've been re-watching Gargoyles, the cartoon from the 90s. <laughs> I Star love Trek it. Lower Decks. And that's all there is. I always just search through my IMDb to find out what I've been watching lately because I can't always remember. Oh, because you always look it up. I always oh, 
We've been watching some BBC murder mystery shows. Fun. That's very fun. Um, we ran out of Hawthorne and Shakespeare. Mm-hmm. Shakespeare and Hawthorne. Mm-hmm. Um, they're supposed to be a new season right now this summer. So we have been watching. I'll go to my IMDb because, of course, we look it all up. Where is it? I know I've looked it up. Um, some murder. I, uh, Vamp, Mayville. Um, so yesterday I watched the first episode of Dungeons and Drag Queens, which is fucking what? incredible. Yes, it's so good. Um, the by far the best is Juju B. Juju B has no idea what's coming on, makes up bullshit all the time, is very funny. <laughs> Just That's like, hilarious. it's so clueless. So we have Monet Exchange. We have Alaska Thunderfuck. We have Bob the Drag Queen. And we have Jujubee. So what's what's the premise? Dungeons and Drag Queens. They're playing Dungeons and Dragons. Shut the fuck up. I'm serious. Oh my God. I'm so serious. Are they in drag? Yes. Oh. They're in drag the whole time. Are they like dressed up as their character? No, they're oh, not dressed up as their character. That'd be cool. Um, it would be cool. <laughs> but like every time they riff... Um, you know, he goes with it and they're like, oh, so anytime we say anything, it's canon. You're <laughs> right? like, yes. Yeah. That's how that works. Because he's talking about the like Fey War. Who's um, their dungeon master? Brennan Lee something. He does the, okay. the show's D20. He he hosts yeah, yeah, it all yeah. the time. He's fucking good. He's yeah. incredible. And yeah, the whole thing. Is so so they like, like go into dungeon the, master. They go into the, you know, tavern. It would have been hilarious if Joe Maganello had been their dungeon and master. <laughs> Juju B, who's a Fey, was like, like, I want a water with flowers in it. <laughs> like, so ridiculous. Does she have to roll for that? No, no. <laughs> um, but they, yeah, they, they're having a great time. That's hilarious. Um, oh my God, I got to watch that. That sounds Yeah, the so first fun. episode is on, I cackled out loud multiple times where I was like. Dungeons and Drag, drag queens. queens. Yep. The show's D20. Dimension 20. It's, it's delightful. Um, I saw the ad for it on. Um, Ashley sent it to me and I saw it on Reddit in, you know, RuPaul's Drag Race. Mm-hmm. And then somebody sent a video the other day and I was like cry laughing at it. And I was like, I have got to watch this. And then found out that the first episode was on YouTube. It's two hours long. Wow. And like, I just. That's <laughs> a walk, so, but it's so no, delightful. It's right? totally worth yeah. it. Completely fucking worth it. So Bob, the drag queen's character is a sorceress. And he's of course. Des- is describing her. She's describing her. And it's like, she, you know. Um, ha- like it's six feet. Yeah, has, uh, <laughs> her hair has become white, and her skin's so dark. And she, you like, know, like blah blah midnight. blah. She's, d- you know, doesn't want to talk to anybody. Blah, and it gets to the end, and Monet goes, "Now describe your character." <laughs> <laughs> it was. It's incredible. <laughs> it's so good. And then, um. Alaska is this like giant orc troll, mm-hmm. eight feet tall, nice. who thinks she's tiny and is named Princess. Oh my god! And then every time Alaska talks, it's like, oh my god! <laughs> like it's so good. <laughs> Bottom teeth out, guys. That's what I was doing. I rushed It's like it's very hilarious. I'm, I'm. It's I can't get enough of it. I do, I can't get to the other episodes yet. That's uh, so great. I'm yeah. looking forward to that. It's very okay. Great. I death in paradise and it takes place in a fictional island in the British Isles. Um, I'm sorry, in the British, the Caribbean Isles. 
and then the Majorca Files, which is an island off of Spain. And they're both like male, female detectives solving murders and crimes and stuff. So mm-hmm. um, like funny, quirky. I'm enjoying them both. The Majorca Files is a English female and a German male. And then Death in Paradise is an English like captain or you know, detective captain. Mm-hmm. And then his assistant is female too. So on, uh, we have um, BritBox on through Amazon. So we get to watch some English-based, British-based shows through that. Oh my God, I'm so looking forward to Dungeons and Drag Queens. Cool, 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 cool. I have been pram... I have been... Helping plan a witch retreat for the fall. That's very fun. And so we finally decided on a building. Mm-hmm. Um, there haven't been a ton of responses of like, woo, I'm going. But there's a lot of upheaval in the universe right now. So I just think people aren't feeling it yet. So I took a gamble and I booked the larger cabin because I'm like, everyone's going to show up on Saturday and then we're going to be out of space. So let's get, just get the larger one. And I'll eat whatever cost registration doesn't cover. Mm-hmm. So looking forward to that. It's going to be like two and a half days in the woods out here in Brighton. Sounds fun. So if anyone listening wants to come, let me know. Yeah. Uh, 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 yeah. The day before I went into the hospital, I taught my mental health and witchcraft class. Yeah. And Karen says she's writing a book on that. Maybe you guys should connect. She should come to my fucking class that I'm yeah. teaching a second time. We should, yes. I'm reteaching I'm, it. In August? Yeah. The 31st? 20th. 20th. Okay. Will you resend that to me? Yeah. Like late in August, like beginning of August? Totally. Um, so, you know, only a couple people showed up. And one was like a regular member of the coven who is in seminary now. And was like, oh my gosh, like I need to do this with my son. Like witch seminary? Yeah. I want to go to witch seminary. So the fuck do I? <laughs> you think I don't? I totally do. <laughs> Where's witch seminary? Um, I don't know because I thought that there was only one and that it was like far away. I've looked it up. ATC is the name of the Wiccan seminary, but and I don't. she's local? No, not at all. So I don't know where, oh, where this okay. one, where this woman was in ATC Wiccan Aquarian Tabernacle Church. Nice. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's in Washington State. Mm. So so I don't know how she's in, but she was talking about this and kept on talking about like, oh, I need to incorporate that or I'd never thought of it that way, which made me feel very validated. And then the other woman was like relatively new and I overheard her talking to the priestex, um, Solanox, who, you know, I introduced you to it at con- convocation. Um that the other one was like, oh, my God, like, it was very enlightening. I'm going to have to, you know, put this stuff in my rituals. So, like, both of them were really into it. So I'm going to reteach the class and hopefully get more students the yeah, second time. Yeah, that's great. I'll put it in mm, the Coven Discord. Yeah. When it, like, when it gets out of July because people are, like, overwhelmed yeah, there's for some reason right on. now. Yeah. All right. So I, I, did I, when I was here six weeks ago... <laughs> 
did I bitch about this bachelorette party? Because it's been, I've been annoyed about it for a long I time. I mean, you've been bitching to me about it. Yeah, so for a very long time. I don't know if it's made it to the podcast So, yet. you know, it's this like surprise birthday. Will would have to tell us and he can't, you know, Sur- we're not live streaming, so surprise, he can't Surprise, surprise bachelorette party for this woman, Janet, who like, I adore. She's friend. I met her through Christina. She's friends with Christina, friend of the podcast, Christina. Um, and like Janet is pretty fucking chill. Janet was also at my grad party. You might have met her. Um, and they're just doing that whole fucking thing of like a big weekend. Oh, we're going to go up to Traverse City. Oh, we're going to do wine country. Oh, we're going to do this. We're going to do that. We're going to do this. And I was like, well, I have this house that would be available for that. Um, and we were originally talking about July or August, so I didn't think there was going to be any problem with it. And then the whole group starts being like, well, let's do September. Well, let's do September. All right. So first weekend in September is Labor Day. The house is not available then because that my, it is it is everybody weekend yep. as a holiday Family weekend. weekend. Family weekend. Second weekend is my friend Casey's wedding. Third weekend, I have that concert that I had to try really hard to get tickets for the 20th anniversary of the Postal Service and Death Cab for Cutie albums. So, like, I have that concert. Third weekend, Zach Burns' wedding. Fifth, that was fourth weekend. Third weekend concert. Fourth weekend, Zach Burns' wedding. Fifth weekend, we're in Disneyland. Yeah, so I was like, going you guys, to L.A. Right. So I'm like, you guys, the, the house is not available for any of the weekends. Like, I would not be available to do any of the weekends in September for the, for the thing. So they do, they put together a vote and it is September 9th, which is Casey's wedding. If they had done it two weeks earlier, the last weekend in August, two weeks earlier, they could have had the free house, mm-hmm. right? So I'm still in the fucking group chat and, and I also had been like, well, this is what I think we have time for, right? Game night, Friday night, beach time, Saturday, d- group dinner, Saturday, uh, casino late Saturday night, Sunday breakfast together, and then go home. Like, that's what I think there's time for, right? Like, they try to cram too much. So I'm in the still group chat. They're talking about a $2,000 house for the weekend. And then they're like, well, let's go cheaper. And I'm like, you dumb fucking idiots. You dumb pieces of shit. They're talking about a paint and pour. They're talking about doing a wine tour. Like, I'm so glad that I'm like I'm so annoyed at it, <laughs> but I'm so glad I'm not in it. I know how Kinda to sounds do... like your cousin's bachelorette party. I know. <laughs> and like we had a van rented to go do brewery tours and we did one and then we're all too tired to continue. Like it's too much. You don't need to decorate the fucking house. You don't need to like any of those things. You have. You and I have done this. We've done weekend trips. We know how to do a weekend trip. You make the main highlights and people can do what they want to do. You know, like if people really wanted to whatever, you can skip the beach, you know, but like if you had done it two weeks earlier, two weeks earlier, you could have had the free fucking house. You dumb pieces of shit. And I still have to deal with getting all the texts, which is... Annoying the shit out of Can me. Can you just block the group? Can't you just block all their numbers? Oh, I could just block all their numbers. Oh, and then except, unblock them later. Yeah. I mean, I was going to say, except Christina is my friend. And like, I do text her. Oh, so this is hilarious. You block everyone's number but hers. Yeah. And then whenever something comes through, it's only, you only get to see Christina's responses. 
which is hilarious. I do like this idea. Yeah, I'm probably going to do that because I'm so fucking annoyed. That would be annoyed. so funny. I'm so fucking annoyed at this whole goddamn thing. Like, oh, and I hate that this is a thing that everybody does. Who has thousands of dollars to blow on a bachelorette weekend? No one. Who are these fucking people? My bachelorette weekend that I put out there with the free house and the like game night the first night beach time that would the bachelorette weekends are just supposed to be about spending time with your girlfriends yeah why i hosted my own house party yeah at a friend's house well i texted janet and asked do you want to plan a time to go to drag bingo and i was going to invite you so i'm going to do a private that'd be fun i'm going to do a private bachelorette party (laughs) Me, you, Christina, and Janet. Me, you, Christina, and Janet. <laughs> yeah. Because I doubt Christina's going to go to this bullshit. I don't know. She was She was in it. I haven't been paying attention to the thing. Like, I just get the notifications. I actually have notifications turned off, but my messages still say you have 14 unread messages. <laughs> so I still have to click on it to open it so that it doesn't tell me that I have messages. When I said I wanted notifications turned off, I meant I don't want to know about it at all. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, block all their numbers. Block that and should work. Block their numbers. I don't fucking want to know about this. You <laughs> dumb pieces of shit. You stupid fucking idiots. I think you need Christina's hot take on this. I want I want Christina's hot take on this. No, yeah. I I think she's on board. Like she was excited to like plan something. Christina. Come on. If How? you're listening. Like, have none of these people done these weekends before? Obviously not. Come do a weekend with Shannon and Maggie. We know how to plan shit. We know how to plan a fucking weekend. We know how much stamina you have. We know how much you can take. We know how to carve out quiet time for yourself. Yeah. This is going to be a crazy weekend. They're all going to get home on Sunday and be exhausted and no one's going to go to work on Monday. It's or like tempers are going to flare. Yeah. People are going to get cranky and hangry and no one's going to be happy. When it's that overplanned, it becomes not yeah, fun. Yeah. It's not fun. Like... My friend Morella's, she did um, Benton Harbor or whatever. Yeah. Um, that was nice because it was a lot of free time. We did do games Friday night. Like we had, you know, we did do hangout and games and all the stupid things like, you know, where you have the, you went to prison for being the cougar or whatever, like the stupid <laughs> science and just like hang, hung out at the house. And then Saturday during the day, um, everybody did different things. Like some people were like, I want to climb a dune. And I was like, I want to do literally nothing. And my friend Mary was like, let's go to the beach. And I was like, let's go to the beach. So we just went to the beach and did nothing, which was great. And then we all went out to dinner together. So we came home and dressed up nice to go out to dinner together. And we had a really nice long dinner. And then we went to the casino mm-hmm. that night, like after like 9 or 10 p.m. And it was like, it was so good. Because that was not too much. That was the right amount. And then you have to clean and pack and leave the next day and drive all the way home. And it's yeah. four to five hours. Yeah. And if you're on a holiday, that's still holiday time up north. Yeah. People are still going up north for the weekend because it's still nice out. Mm-hmm. So now they're going to get stuck in traffic driving south. Anywho. Well, we are at 40 three minutes mm-hmm. i have a great am i the asshole yes, that let's i wanted start well first of all real quick white guys we hate elon musk what uh, the fuck you are I'm the biggest douchebag 
and the entire fucking world. I'm ready to turn my Twitter off. Like, fuck you for taking my bluebird away. I know. Go fuck yourself. Let me see if my app updated. His obsession with the letter X is fucking weird. The dead name of his daughter, and I'm so sorry to dead name you, Vivian. Vivian, her name is Vivian. Her dead name, Xavier, starting with an X, right? He has the son with the weird X-A-I-E-R-A. Their daughter is Exa, E-X-A, like with Grimes. I mean, what? And then, you know, he actually owned X.com in the late 90s. Mm -hmm. It merged and became PayPal. Yeah. Like uh, five hours ago, breaking news, Marjorie Taylor Greene could get indicted and expelled from Congress. Because of the naked Hunter Biden photos. White guys we hate. Marjorie Taylor Greene. Marjorie Taylor Greene and her girlfriend from Colorado. Colorado. Yeah. Yeah. No. Sending. That is the literal definition of revenge porn. That was bullshit. Bullshit. All right. So. uh, So those are the white guys we hate this week. Elon, like, okay, one, also, when we changed HBO Max to just Max, that was fucking stupid. That is also stupid. HBO is the thing that has the brand recognition. HBO is the thing that we all know. Max is a person's name. It can mean many things. Like, that was fucking dumb. And just as dumb is changing Twitter to X. Real quick, just got a text from my mother that Brian was moved out of ICU today, right before dinner. So that is good. Means we're we're going in the right direction. Um, So yeah, white guys we hate. We talked about content. Are there any other regular things that we talk about before we move on to this am I the asshole that I've been holding in my pocket for? Is that Chris and Ryan and Jean Renee? What? Who? That you tweeted? I could take them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the, Shannon's internet thing of the day. Is me. <laughs> is Maggie's tweet. Maggie the awesome. <laughs> and I concur with this tweet. I could take them in a fight or in a gangbang. <laughs> right. And yeah. it's Chris Evans. Yep. Ryan Gosling. Yep. And John Renee Page. Yep. But it says I, I could take them. I'd and take them in a gangbang. Did you meet in a fight or in a gangbang? I really need to know. <laughs> this is important retweet. information. I'm going to retweet your retweet. That's fine. <laughs> and then that might be the last tweet I ever fucking send. Well, it's it's okay. It's a good one to a good one to end on. Good one to go out in a fight or in a gangbang. I need to know. <laughs> I need to know. I am having a hard time getting rid of Twitter because of the Twitter famous cats that I follow. That is the only reason. Are they on Insta? No. Jorts the cat and Fishtifer having a hard time. Well, you should ask them to get on IG. Yeah. So I tweeted, I retweeted this from xvideos.com, the porn site. (laughs) We love seeing xvideos trending. Thank you, Elon Musk. For, thank you for sharing the Lord. I mean, porn on this fine Sunday. Because <laughs> he was making the Twitter videos X videos. Oh, my gosh. The name, Hashtag X videos. The same as the porn site. Yeah. Oh, what I love it. Dumb motherfucker. Dumb motherfucker. So. Okay. Am I the asshole? Which I, I you asshole? have not read me any today. No, I have not. This one I've been holding on to for a week and a half because I loved it. I'm surprised you can still find it. It was It's at the top of the month right now. Oh, so top one of the month because it was so good. Okay. Am I the asshole for losing my passport 
losing my passport to avoid babysitting on vacation? Uh, no. I, F-17, 17-year-old girl, still live at home. My sister, who's 28, is married and has two kids who are five and three. Whenever she comes over to visit, my parents and her stick me with the kids. This wouldn't be a problem, except she doesn't visit for just an evening. She will come for a week, and for that week, I'm an unpaid nanny. If we go out to a restaurant, I have to entertain them because my mom needs to talk to my sister and brother-in-law. You get the picture. My parents decided that since this was my last summer before I became an adult, we would be going to Disneyland to celebrate my graduation. I said, who's going? And they said it was just the three of us. When I got to the airport, my sister and her family were there. Strangely enough, they were also going to Disneyland. Mm-mm-mm. I went to my backpack and I grabbed my passport and I stuffed it into my sock. When we got to the international security, I couldn't find it. We looked everywhere. I had to Uber home and I missed the flight. Oh, well. I get to stay home by myself for a week of peace and quiet. (laughs) Hashtag best graduation gift ever. My parents were very mad at me for losing my passport. The money they spent on my flight and entrance to Disney was wasted. Darn. My mom and sister have both been posting on social media about how hard it is to be at Disneyland with two little ones. They both posted that I ruined the vacation by being so thoughtless. What the fuck? Get out of that house now. My dad says he understands why I did it or that he knows why I did it and understands. But he says I should have let him know so he didn't waste the money. He said he would have gone along with my ruse. Okay, but you didn't tell her. You didn't even tell her. You didn't tell her until she got to the. I told you. Mm. We told you. She literally asked who was going and mom said just the three of us. I feel bad about wasting the money. Don't. But I've been to Disneyland, and I will go again later with friends. Oh, so toxic. I know. So, top answer. That was her graduation gift. That was her graduation gift. And now when you're going to be expected to babysit, go fuck yourselves. Yeah, talking about her ruining the vacation by not being there because it's so hard to be at the park with two kids. Is it that hard to be at the park with two kids, Maggie? No, not really. No. It really isn't. Mm Mm-mm. All right. Plus, Disney has babysitting services you can hire. Yep. All right. Not the asshole. But if they posted on social media, say, wait, I ruined the vacation because I was supposed to help with the kids or take care of them myself. So this wasn't about me and my graduation. Right. Yeah. Reply with, oh, I'm sorry I ruined your vacation. If you had only let me know in advance that you didn't in fact plan this vacation as a celebration for my graduation, like you told me, but only wanted me there as your unpaid full-time babysitter, I'd have made more of an effort to be there. This one, this is what I said, not the asshole, but if your dad figured out why you did it and understands, he should advocate for you and tell your mom and sister that your function on earth is not to serve as your sister's babysitter and that you are done babysitting and and stop asking you to do it anymore. And Oh, sorry, this is the one that I said. My dad says he knows why I did it and he understands, but he says, right, so that, that quote, and the person goes, huh? If you only found out at the airport, how could you have warned him? Smart move on your part, though. So, yeah, she just stuffed it in the sock that she was wearing so that when they tore apart her suitcase, they couldn't find it. I love it. Care for it. Yep. Ugh. Why are people such assholes? I don't know. 
I don't know. I mean, I know my sister-in-law, Jen, really depended on Morgan to do things for Elena. Mm -hmm. But she's a single mom. So you got the single mom, you have the the teenager, and then you have, like, the whoops baby. You know? That's a little more understandable. But, like, now that Morgan's 21 and doesn't live at home and her sister's, like, 12... Like she doesn't need to be there all the time like that anymore. Right. <sighs> all right. We're so the, the vacation. We're on the vacation. Am I the asshole for leaving my niece's wedding early and taking my gift back? Ooh, this sounds like a good one. Juicy, right? Juicy. I'm 45, male, and I have a niece who is 22 and just got married last weekend. The family is blowing up with the drama right now because of what my wife and I did. I must preface this by saying my family can be pushovers. They really hate conflict and will definitely let themselves be run over by someone else in order to not cause a fight. However, I am not this way. The wedding was on Saturday, Catholic ceremony in a church that was at 3.30. The reception area was at a brewery about 15 minutes away from the church. The reception was set to start at 5. Maybe this was stupid on the venue people, but they wouldn't open the bar or bring out appetizers until the bride and groom got there. That's not cool. Usually people are there for an hour before the bride and groom arrive. Right. So people who work in restaurants and catering and have done weddings, like, gave some like, insight into this. Yeah, okay. Gave some insight into this. It was the bride and groom who insisted on that. Spoiler alert. Because they didn't want to miss it. They didn't want to miss that. They wanted to be there for the whole so party. So you made everyone wait outside for an hour while you were getting your fucking done? Oh, no, they could done? go into it. They could go into the bar, but everybody was just standing around. <laughs> there was no food or drink. Oh, my God. Okay. Service ended around 4.30. Uh, 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 service ended around 4.30, and everyone was told to go to the reception. The wedding party had a limo to take them, a separate limo that took the parents, grandparents, and siblings. The couple is young, right? He said at the beginning, mm-hmm, 22, 22. Denise was 22, and decided against family in the wedding party. It was four sorority sisters and fraternity brothers on each side. Mm-hmm. My wife and I drove. We got to the venue around 4.50 with, fam- with the first family limo, limo arriving around that same time. By 5, I'd say all 150 guests were there, but no bride and groom. The wedding coordinator was getting pissed as now it is 545 and no wedding party. We're all just standing there with no food or drinks. Someone was able to get a hold of the maid of honor around this point, And apparently the bride and groom told the limo driver to stop at the liquor, liquor store and then drive around on the highway for an hour. So the wedding party could get trashed at around six o'clock. The maid of honor said they should be arriving in the next 20 minutes. My wife and I looked at each other and said, we are out of here. We thought it was horribly disrespectful th- for them to do that to all their guests. My brother, the father of the bride, um, that we were leaving. I told my brother, the father of the bride, that we were leaving and taking the gift with us. And he tried to plead by saying, they're just kids. Let them have fun. But I was having none of it. A few days later, I got an apology text from my niece, followed by an ask for the gift again. I said, I felt very disrespected and I didn't want to give a gift to anyone who made me feel that more, feel that way. And she snapped at me and called me an asshole. So she only apologized to get a Prezi. Mm-hmm. All right. So the people who work in restaurants, like this is a thing, you know, when they're doing, like they'll shut down the bar for certain parts. Yeah, and, yeah, right? yeah. So this was like that same clause with the catering. catering. 
Is that like you only have this for so this many amount, hours? Yeah. So many hours. You only have this for this amount of time. You only have the bar for five hours and reception is eight. So you have to pick and choose when your bar is open. Right. Right. Exactly. And so they chose not to have either of those things start until the wedding party got there. So they could drink and right. eat all night. Correct. Because they didn't want to miss out on the precious hour. Right. That they already spent drinking in the limo. Right. Yes. Correct. You're an asshole, asshole, asshole. Yeah. Um, people took time. Right. So that was that was horrible. I was trying to find the picture. The there was one really good comment where somebody explained like, "Oh, I went to a wedding while yeah. you've been ill." Yeah. My cousin got married. I was actually surprised we were all invited. He invited like the whole fucking family, so mm-hmm. that was surprising. Um, so we went to Grand Rapids and we had a great time and all of my great aunts were really impressed with my booty shaking Aww, and yay. my Nicki Minaj <coughs> and uh, Cardi B rapping abilities. Mm-hmm. And there was one girl, I thought I took some videos to send you, but maybe I, n- I erased them or never sent them. There was one girl who was like super trashed, <laughs> like soups trashed, dancing on the dance floor. I was surprised no one saw her cooch, like right. trashed. And she actually had a husband. And so I guess he was taking care of her. We went to an after party at a bar right outside the hotel they were all staying at. We weren't staying at the same hotel. Um, and this little guy, I call him a little guy because he's about 5'2". Okay. Possibly like he's of Latino descent mm-hmm. or maybe a Pacific Islander. Okay. But he's a little guy. Um, he starts a fight with a big guy, <laughs> like a mountain troll guy. Okay. And, okay. but they're standing at the table we're sitting at and we're like, oh no. And we start moving all of our shit down the table. Mm-hmm. Um, so a fight almost breaks out at my cousin's like post party bar thing. Yeah. And... Turns out the guy is his manager <gasps> at his place of business. Oh, my God. I know, right? We're all leaving the bar. And this is like long story, super fucking short. These are just the highlights. Okay. We're leaving, leaving, like done. We're done at 2 a.m. Him and his wife are passed out on the sidewalk in front of the bar. <gasps> oh, no. And everyone's gone and has gone back to the hotel. Oh, no. And I'm just like, I just want to know what happened to him. Yeah, right. Did anyone scrape them off the sidewalk or leave them there Seriously. till the morning? Seriously. Oh, my God. It was so good. Anyway, we when we left and paid our bill, like I, I tipped double whatever the bill was. And <laughs> the girls were like, thank you so much. And thank you for being on your best behavior tonight. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God. We're so sorry. Oh, my God. <laughs> I had a delightful time, though. I got to hang out with a bunch of my cool cousins. Um, Some family members didn't think it was cool. They weren't sitting with their own immediate family. And so Mm -hmm. they stole other people's seats, um, including mine. Um, I was like, "Um, you know, if you're going to steal people's seats, just let me know where you were sitting so I can just go sit there. Like, I don't need to sit next to my mommy and daddy. Quite frankly, I would rather sit next to my cousins that I am more similar in age to to hang out with. Mm -hmm. Um, so like there were like three tables and all the seating got fucked up because this one aunt and her daughters 
her daughters decided, I want to sit with my mommy. Yeah. And they all ditched their own places and sat at mommy's table. I rolled my eyes, you guys. You couldn't hear it, but I was rolling my eyes so hard. It was a served dinner. Yeah. And we each we had, had a, little things. We oh had a little things. And when you do a served dinner, you give your list yeah. of where people are sitting yeah. and what they're eating For sure. to the facility. Mm-hmm. And they know table 14 needs three chickens and four beefs. Right. But what happens when three tables all end up fucked up? Yeah, your counts for who has what is not <laughs> accurate. So that happened. That anyway, we have two minutes to wrap it up. Uh, it's I, almost had, I had one more really quick story. I had and a then we got to talk about Jesse. Maggie rant. Maggie rant. The shortest Maggie rant of all time. Shortest Maggie rant. The day except before, for Maggie rants. Except, except for, for Maggie rants. rants. The day before I went into the hospital, I went to Zach and Lara's bridal shower. Mm-hmm. And um, I was having horrible stomach issues because I was going to go to the hospital. I was very sick, you guys. <laughs> and my two aunts asked me if I was pregnant. <laughs> oh, I'm so sick. I can't get any food down. <laughs> it's not even what I said. Fuck off. I didn't even say it like that. But fuck off. I have never once vomited and been pregnant in my life. So yeah. zero times. Zero times. Every time I vomited, I've been not pregnant. Mm-hmm. I can't hear you, honey. We're wrapping it up. We're Can very close. We're, b- we're about to go to the Barbie movie. Yeah. Oh, you smell good. Did you put perfume on? Come on, Barbie. Let's, let's go, go party. Ah, uh, 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 yeah. Okay. All right. Um, Jesse. We are getting... We're getting intro and outro music. Yes, we are. Custom made for us. Yes. By my friend, Jesse Brown. You can find Jesse, who's a composer, on the Jesse Brown Experience.bandcamp.com. That's J E S S I Brown Experience.bandcamp.com. The Jesse Brown Experience. She did a little ditty for us. It's about 45 seconds long. It's cute. And it's super cute. So it's going to become our new, part of it's going to become our new intro. And then the other part of it's going to become our new outro. Yeah. And this is so we can start kind of streaming on more popular platforms like Spotify and whatnot. Yeah. Because Stitcher's shutting down. We've been, yeah, we've been, we've been sliding under the radar, but um, if we expand, The places where our podcast is, then maybe we need to consider, you know, not stealing music all the time. (laughs) From other people. (laughs) From other people. So we are going to be having our own intro outro. Yes, we have our own custom intro outro. Yeah. Um, done by us by my good friend Jesse. So yes. her, I, truly, I she'll truly be credited, and her site will go in our notes. Great, and she's available for hire and collaborations. She did the soundtrack for our friends podcast, mm-hmm. which is like an epic D and D story, Aww. and so she did all the music for that. Um, so Jesse is available for hire. Wonderful, yeah. All right, you guys. So find us on, I guess, just Apple Podcasts and Podbean. At this uh, point. Well, I mean, uh, we Stitcher will, till August 29th. We, and we will let you know where we are expanding <laughs> to. Um, and for now, you can tweet with, you can tweet us. You can X us. For now. You can, are you on X? <laughs> are you really, on X? Really changing its meaning. <laughs> but so you can still X us at... Um, I'm Maggie, brain of Maggie. And I'm Shannon at Shannon's Party. And this has been episode 350. Ooh, 350. 350. Of that more thing with Shannon and Maggie. Bye. Bye. Goodbye. Come on, Barbie. Let's go party. Ooh, ah, ah.
come on Barbie, let's go party. Jävla fitta.